Hello everyone, welcome to the 30th episode of In The Between. My name is Nadia. And this is Danny. And for the first time in the history of In The Between, I mean we're not that old, but in the <laughs> 30 episodes of In The Between, this is the first time Danny and I are recording remotely. Um, because of the circuit breaker that's in place in Singapore now, we are not allowed to venture out of our home for any social gatherings at all and it's just so interesting to me that Danny and I have actually done 29 episodes of this where we are just face to face like almost every week and I really miss that um, in-studio kind of an atmosphere. Yes it's a bit strange now speaking to the computer. Mm. <laughs> yeah so we're using this program called Zencaster on, um, online and like a lot of online platforms um, during this very strange time in our lives globally, you know, they've opened up um, the account, I think the hobbies accounts to like record unlimited minutes with unlimited um, number of speakers. So we're trying out for the first time. Um, we realized that there may be a bit of a lag between um, us talking. So do excuse that. We're trying our very best to keep this going under, like I said, really strange circumstances. Yes, and today we'll be talking about mm. what we are wearing in these circumstances. Yeah, so I don't know that it's worth talking about what I'm wearing, Danny, because um, <laughs> I mean, it's working from home, right? So pretty much you're, I mean, I guess most people are just in pajamas or loungewear. I think that's yes. the like more lifted, sophisticated way of saying it. Totally. And today, I'm trying a bit harder and I'm wearing a linen dress. Very which good. Which is a departure <laughs> from <laughs> what I'm usually wearing. But the, I mean, different cultures have often used uh, different types of garments for different occasions. So meeting people and being in the own intimate space of your home required different types of garments. And for sleeping, you would need even softer garments as you would be in bed and you wouldn't want any hard buttons or zippers to be near your skin. Mm -hmm. That's and true. And the first time that we have used the word pajama, it actually comes from a Hindustani word. So only mm -hmm. after the British were um, in India during the colonial period, they brought back with them this loose uh, trousers, drawstring trousers, which then began the, well, that's where the pyjama as we know it today is born. And before that, men would be wearing long shirt dresses, as you might have seen in some films. The mm -hmm. night dresses, usually made from linen. And it's yeah, only it's... in the... Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, we're already doing it. It's I'm okay. sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, because linen is a breathable material, right? And you want your skin to breathe when, you know, you're sleeping. Um, and I thought the, the thing about buttons you said was very interesting because I've been, I bought a new pair of pajamas actually just before the circuit breaker um, <laughs> <laughs> from Uniqlo. It was like a Kath Kidston kind of a thing. Um, so it was a really nice print. And I was thinking, oh, this would be really nice. And But then there are buttons at the front. And if you are like a tummy sleeper, then, you know, mm. you wouldn't want that because then you would have all the buttons like pressing into your skin. Mm. Yes. 
anyway, I digress. And, I'm sorry, Danny. You can continue. No, that that's totally that's totally uh, my feeling as well. And it's mm. only after the 1970s that nightwear and loungewear kind of diverged because now women or I mean people were just spending time at home, not necessarily um, having to do to entertain and so they needed clothes where they could do activities at home mm -hmm. and so if you think about what you wear at home where whereas loungewear that is very glamorous like for example a silk robe over um i don't know a negligee and a pair of heeled mules looks fabulous it's not really mm -hmm. practical for cleaning or cooking or caregiving at home no it doesn't feel very cozy as well i think i think it's just i mean it looks nice and, and all that but i've always looked at these options with skepticism because i don't see how anyone can be comfortable in those things um <laughs> to me i think loungewear is really things that you lounge in that you can feel really comfortable in so you know something very cottony very soft um something with a little bit of thickness i think as well because you know of that cushioning effect i think that'd be really good too yeah and yeah. so as we began having well in fashion as we began having influence from sportswear in the 70s and 80s finally the the tracksuit became something that was worn not just for sports but also casual wear and loungewear and in 1993 the first um athleisure kind of like sports loungewear brand for women for track suits was born which was juicy couture i don't know if you remember them mm -hmm. yeah of the, course with the juicy couture yeah on the back side right yeah i never got and, that and i really didn't like the font of that as well it just you know there's that gothic kind of font which is just so weird yeah, to me. yeah. it's very uh, what's the other tattoo brand pierre hardy no something hardy inspired mm, by tattoos. Anyway, okay, in the 2000s, we'll as mm -hmm. the rise of technopreneurs and working from home and Silicon Valley became more of the norm, loungewear and Ed casual Hardy. wear really... Sorry, just wanted to... Yes, at uh, Hardy. At Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> and in the 2000s, as we see more celebrities in their homes and the rise of social media bringing... Um, the camera into our homes people are able to see what we're wearing at home so there has been a rise of luxury loungewear and luxury pajamas um, and even luxury brands like Dolce & Gabbana, Prada, Tory Burch and Lanvin having kind of more pajama inspired garments in their collections. Mm. Yeah, actually, that reminds me of a local brand called Bedoni um, in Singapore, where they do loungewear. And it's, you know, what they do is they do like a, a few prints, I think. Um, it's a really young brand, so I can't say that they do it every season. But they have these beautiful prints that they make into loungewear or sleepwear for adults um, and for kids. And mm -hmm. I think it's a really nice idea. But I must say that sometimes when I think about loungewear, um, so I bought a, a set from Bedoni. And while it's really pretty, what I didn't like about it is that after you wash it, you definitely have to iron it so that it's comfortable. Otherwise, it's kind of creasy mm -hmm. and, you know, like crumpled. And I mean, it's not even about 
having it look good because I'm just at home. And I just want to be comfortable. It's the fact that I don't want to iron my loungewear. Does that make sense to you? Because yeah, it seems okay. like if it's loungewear, why would you bother ironing it? Ironing it seems to require extra effort, you know, that you would make or you would take if you are wearing it out to meet people. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't. Honestly, I, wasn't too I just try to lesser the amount of things that I have to wash as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, sometimes with loungewear, um, I'm sure many of us have done this as well. You know, you you tend to just not have nice loungewear, but to just wear like an old T-shirt or old shorts to go to sleep um, instead of buying like a dedicated set of pajamas. I feel like this is something I did when I was a kid. And then somewhere along the way, I, I, I just lost it, you know, and I just wore like old things to go to sleep, which seems pretty sad because you, you would think that something you spend... Uh, apparently a third of a life doing you would oh, you know wow, make yeah. more of an effort right because it's yeah. like you're supposed to get eight hours of sleep a, a night and all that so I have definitely been trying to make um, extra effort to buy pajamas and actually what motivated me to do this is that I had I've had to buy pajama sets for my kids you know mm-hmm. and they have such fun ones like with superheroes and you know trucks and um, fire engines and all that and I thought well if they're gonna have such nice pajamas why don't I have nice pajamas <laughs> and make myself feel good and you know um, yeah just have something really comfortable yeah mm. in the last few years I have started buying pajamas because I take my sleep very seriously and then okay. I have been, I get them mostly from Muji this cotton two set pajamas and the last one I got was right before the circuit breaker it's a light pink shirt and trouser combination. Mm. And I love it. Yeah. Look at us being adults, buying pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's also this thing about how I don't really want to pay that much for pajamas. You know, like I, I balk at like high prices because I'm just thinking, well, it's just at home. It's a very strange thing. It's like I want to be comfortable. And at the same time, I want it to like be value for money and I don't want to spend so much on it. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. I think the material is the most important. Yes, for sure. Actually, the one that I just got from Uniqlo is really nice. It's very cooling. So, I mean, you know, in Singapore, it's just so warm. And of course, most of us sleep in air-conditioned rooms, but it's never chilly or anything like that because you can control it. Um, so, I wanted to just give the correct name of this. So, I said something about how I bought Kath Kidston um, Uniqlo pyjamas, but they're mm-hmm. actually called Joy of Print. It's a London-based independent print studio founded by the designer Kath Kidston um, as a new solo project. And oh. I like the price point. It's $39.90, so it's for like a short sleeve shirt, and you can buy it with a pair of shorts or buy with a pair of pants. And yeah, they're really nice kind of flora and fauna kind of um, prints, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm. And... Now, as we're working from home and we're doing lots of video conferencing calls, what are we wearing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just try to look presentable, um, but I also feel like there is this acceptance of being more casual as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely wearing things to, let's say, do um, consultations with my students that I wouldn't really wear to work. I'm not sure how to say this. It's just that we're kind of behind a screen. So I kind of angle my computer so that not much of my body is seen, I guess. It's mostly my face. 
And um, <laughs> yeah, did you read that article from Tom Ford about how to make sure that you look good in video conferencing? Oh, yes. That was really funny. Like elevating the laptop, having like a light source next to you on your good side and all that. <laughs> yeah. But and, I also um, feel I was, like mm. at the beginning, I was kind of, well, I at least tried to make sure that I had lipstick on and I was wearing a top that is not looking like pajamas or home clothes. And mm. in I also resorted to just like wearing this sweater over whatever I was wearing so that at least it was <laughs> just a black v-neck sweater and always looked like that. And I stopped yeah. wearing contact lenses too, so I'm always wearing my glasses. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes you do feel a bit less than human, you know, like I have to... Less than human. O- over the weekend, I felt like putting on makeup and like wearing proper clothes. And I even watched the Margiela documentary wearing tabby boots in my living Very room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I've been... Well, I guess my version of it is that I've been looking at clothes in my wardrobe, which just seemed wrong, you know, for wearing um, during the circuit breaker. So with things that, you know, you wear for impact or like you wear because, you know, you know, it's going to be exciting um, to wear it out and people might comment on it and you can have discussions about it. Uh, now I just want to wear, yeah, loungewear, softer materials, you know, easy pieces that don't require ironing. Um, it just feels much slower and much lazier. But I do put on my makeup every day because I feel like if I don't, it really just feels like you know the days melt into each other and there is no day or That's night true you know it's like you wake <laughs> up from yeah you wake up from sleep and then it's like the day goes by in a blur in a very slow blur but it still goes by in a blur and then at the end you're just like oh it's like shower time and back to sleep so I feel like I demarcate my day by waking up and at least like you know combing my hair putting on my makeup and just feeling like at least there's something to do and something to start the day with mm. yeah it's important yeah. to have some That makes me sad routine. to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think routine is really important. And the thing is, I feel like there is this sense of also of the fact that like everything is beyond our control. So whatever little thing we can control feels like it helps to keep one sanity. I'm not sure if that's the same for you. Yeah. You I know, mean... and it feels like personal grooming or like personal choices, you know, allow that. Yeah. I think that's totally the sentiment. And I have come across a really interesting Instagram account that has different Mm. stories of like all the things we're talking about. And it's called, um, on Instagram, it's called quarantine underscore SS20. So it's as if they are kind of creating Instagram log of the latest uh, trends of the quarantine spring summer 20 season. Mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of the keywords that spring out are the same as what we've just discussed so things like comfort so that is things that have drawstrings are stretchable a jersey are soft um, but some people do mention wanting to look magical so purposely wearing things that are out there and make them feel special to kind of lift up their mood and there mm. are like two particular stories I really love and one of them is this comedian who spoke about how the whole week he was basically just like 
a slob and when he had to do a live stream of a comedy show, he put on a turtleneck and a jacket, uh, but he was still wearing boxer shorts, which he told the audience about. <laughs> and there's another story about an educator who also was feeling the kind of weird vibe and energy of the whole thing, but she chooses to dress up at night. So what she does is she wears like really fancy silk pajamas to sleep. So that's her one dress up moment of the day. Mm. Yeah, I guess we all have our coping mechanisms. I think what I've been seeing on Instagram a lot as well is just people dressing up and then saying like dressing, dressed up but nowhere to go. And <laughs> I have to say I'm a bit sick of seeing it because it's like, yes, we get it. <laughs> you know, underscores the whole situation and I'm just like oh I'm over it but there are some really fun ones you know like the one you've um, talked about and I was also looking at well a couple of people I follow um, one is Dina Tokyo D-I-N-A-T-O-K-I-O I think this is a trend I don't think she's the only one who's done it with like her network of friends but you know they've stitched together these stories into like a video so it's like someone for example in this particular video I'm gonna just pull it up so that I know what I'm talking about so um yeah so Dina Tokyo she did this video with like um she said this is the don't rush challenge so hashtag don't rush challenge with her Muslim mamas that's what she says um and what they did was they just you know, showed themselves at home with like robes or, you know, with masks on, um, like, you know, facial masks on. And then they do mm-hmm. this like tissue paper drop and then they change into something really fabulous. And this is like, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you, you, got, you guys have to see it because it's so good. And Sounds they kind of so got good. together. Yeah. And it's just amazing how um, the transformation is so awesome. And you, I, I literally feel like a jolt of energy, you know, from the change uh, from like when they are just in their home clothes to when they are like decked out looking like they're about to go out. And the makeup is just insane. It's super amazing. So everyone should have a look at this one. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that I came across, I didn't follow this um, blogger, Chriselle Lim, C-H-R-I-S-E-L-L-E-L-I-M. But I saw it on a friend's Insta stories. Uh, and basically she did this really funny thing where she like put a pillow at the front of her body and then she put a belt over it. So it's like a pillow dress. And now it's like starting Mm. a trend where other people are doing the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that one. It's really fun. Yeah, but I don't feel like I'm going to participate in in any of these anytime. So I just feel like, okay, I'm entertained and like it's a bit of a uplift um, in the day. Yeah, but I don't know about you. It's just that it's like what goes on and, you know, things go on. Like things don't seem to go on, but then behind the scenes, like work still needs to be done. Um, children still need to be fed or entertained and things like that. So like, you know, things just go on as well. It's a really, yeah, it's a really odd thing. Um, I don't know what, how That's to say true. it. It just feels like externally everything is very quiet, but then internally within homes and like within ourselves, there is like, internal turmoil going on (laughs) (laughs) what else have you seen that's been fun with work from home stuff have you do you go on tiktok and things like that no i don't i am very reluctant to jump into the tiktok wagon i feel like Mm -hmm. 
I have enough things to watch on Netflix for now. <laughs> mm. You have to give me some recommendations because I feel like I'm in a watching rut. I don't know what to watch anymore, even if it's just in the background. Yeah, but we can mm. take that on later. For the next yes. one, yes. Yeah, but actually, you know, we're talking about loungewear and I just wanted to talk also about like the fact that reality TV shows must have also introduced, you know, just loungewear to yes. our... Yes. Yeah, our yes. visual vocabulary. I mean, one of the yeah. most famous people who wore Juicy Couture was Paris Hilton. And, you know, she had mm-hmm. that TV show, A Simple Life. And, of with course, the Kardashian. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. With uh, Nicole Richie, right? A Simple Life. I used to watch that. Yes. So, yeah. that, yeah, I mean, being able to see what other people are wearing in their homes definitely would have kind of grown a market for home clothing right like loungewear yeah for sure because i don't think you know in the past that people would be for example photographed in pajamas that seems really odd because it's in the privacy of one's home Um, but with reality tv you see that um you know put on a small screen and of course with social media people also start like photographing themselves at home and what they're wearing what they're doing um so it's like anything goes and i also wanted to put in an a point of like also what people are not wearing so for example some people are posting a lot of exercise videos and they've got like a rocking fit body and they're just like revealing a lot (laughs) (laughs) so true yeah yeah that reminds me also of one one last thing so i've been uh i really like looking at all these like cooking um you know instagram accounts and stuff so like i i've followed you know like nigella lawson and padma lakshmi you know for a long long time and it's really interesting how obviously, you know, when they're talking about cooking and things, it's, they just want to share with the recipe, but people comment on what they wear or what they don't oh, wear. Um, yeah. yeah, so like recently I was just watching like the Padma Lakshmi um, uh, videos that she puts on the, yeah, she puts on her Instagram account. And then people are just commenting about how she's not wearing a bra, you know, because oh you, know, you can see like, the, so yeah, rude. you can see how her nipples nipples through her shirt um and i was just thinking you know what she can do whatever she wants and then in fact she did reply to say like you know i'm in my own home and i can you know do that and then other people chimed in and said look who in their right mind would like cook at home wearing a bra it's just you know not um something that's done and then i was thinking well that's an interesting debate because you know it's sort of like a very strange um public mixed yes. private kind of a platform right because yes. it's in the privacy of her own home but then it's put on a public platform and yes she can choose whatever she wants to do but then also if she is on a public platform people can say what they want to say yeah so, it reminds yeah, me so of like thing. very prudish people in victorian times that were very mm-hmm. uh scandalized when um, manufacturers wanted to put pretty trims on sleepwear on women's sleepwear because they would think for them it was like why does sleepwear need to look good does that mean that somebody's gonna be seeing this woman in like oh. these clothes yeah yeah so I who are you I think clothes for huh uh I think we can just wear nice things for ourselves, you know, give us <laughs> some pleasure, not much to take pleasure in these days. So yeah, just to make ourselves feel good. I mean, you know what, even if you wanted to buy clothes now, it's, it's going to be really hard because like shipping is delayed, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I guess this is our secretor's way, haha, secret. Um, it's like um, 
on what we're wearing from home, I guess, and what we're looking at as we're working from home. Um, and what clothes can do to uplift our spirits while we are stuck at home. Or as people are telling us to think about it, safe at home and not stuck at home. So that's something mm. to, to hold on to. Mm. Okay. Shall we end there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, and if you like what you listen to, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud at In The Vitrine. And look us up on Instagram and follow us there at In The Vitrine as well, where we always repost um, things that we talk about in each of our episodes. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.